This is America's WebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome to the Immigration Hour here on America's Web Radio. This is your host, Rocky Rockliffe. Uh, co-host, senior host, Charles Cook will be down uh, via log in, uh, in just a bit. Uh, listen, America's Web Radio has got the new website. David had a record month last month, didn't you? Oh, it was incredible. Uh, the visits to our website, uh, and, and it's all due to you all. It's, uh, we want to thank everybody that tunes in, looks at our website. We're also going to be posting today um, a new little ad, and i got to tip my hat to uh, HostGator. Uh, they'll be uh, coming on board uh, with uh, ads, and they are a very good company to deal with. If you don't have a server or if you're looking to change servers or if you're needing a website, HostGator is the place to go, and, and they, uh, they're contributing a lot from my standpoint on bringing people uh, through their SEO. They're bringing people to the website. Bringing so, people more traffic in. You know, uh, we do appreciate it, and uh, we're uh, looking forward to working with uh, them, and uh, we appreciate all of our hosts, Rocky and uh, Charles Cook and all the others that come in on Throughout the week, we it's all due to them and very good programming and, and your all's knowledge of the topic that you're talking about. Um, is this the new Abraham Lincoln look that we got over there? <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say so. David, I'm in the process of moving. I mean, I couldn't even find a toothbrush. Late last night, I had to go buy one. I mean, I, Did you all sell your house? We're actually closing on it today, and uh, we finished, I finished scrubbing underneath the where the fridge. looking like that? <laughs> What do I care about doing? Real estate closing? Come on. I mean, uh, no, I just finished uh, scrubbing the floor where the uh, when you move the refrigerator. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of grungy. It's uh, grungy. So I got done scrubbing that late Sunday night, and my parents are also moving this weekend. So yesterday I had to help them move some stuff. And so oh, wow. I'm kind of sore. Well, where's the new house at? New house is actually uh, like two miles from our old house. It's oh. uh, just on the other side of a main thoroughfare. It gets us in a different school district. But you're uh, you're over in the over in that area. Oh, right? West Cop. Powder Springs. Yeah, Powder there? Springs, West Cop. Yeah. Ah. So in the process of moving. So you know, those of you see uh, you see me on Ustream, I do have the uh, somewhat. Yeah, this is only like four days of growth. Some people would, be, would would kill to be able to grow something like this. This it's just an annoyance. <laughs> but uh, David, you're, you're right. Uh, you know the the website is is excellent, and it's uh, you know due to uh, you know we've got some great shows on here, but you got some great listeners. And you know I've said this before; we've had this conversation. I think that this type of media is definitely on the rise, um, <laughs> or it may be on the departure. <laughs> on the uh, given your uh, president, <laughs> my uh, president, come on, your president wants to get rid of you know he takes away the internet. And I, you and I have talked about this, and, and we'll go a step further. I, you know, everything on the Internet is not true. It's, it's, it's you not. know, people can, you know, pull your leg to say the least. But the other side of the coin is if we didn't have the Internet, mm-hmm. the mainstream media and even Fox News and all the rest are not delivering us the real no- they're or, not, you know they're, they're not it's, giving it's us- corporate media it's corporate yeah. media i mean they have they have you know we've talked about it before and uh it, you know i sound like a broken record with it but they uh media is self-selecting and and they're in the business of getting eyeballs and earballs on television sets and 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 you know you there is some negative with the internet there's a lot of crap out there but all it does is the internet will just make you i mean if you're already a person that thirsts for knowledge you're going to find the truth because you're not just going to believe some nonsense you read and uh but that's that's why i think media like this is so important is because it gives people an opportunity to you know uh you know for for example this show with uh charles and with with chuck and i 
we're not asking to believe us on this issue. Go out and research it yourself. And we, we think that any reasonable person can come to the conclusion that, you know, uh, our immigration system is broken. And, and you've got a lot of other shows on the station here where people – I don't think anybody's trying to beat anybody over the head like, hey, my way or the highway. Just educate yourself. Well, I, I tell you, I uh, was watching – I'm not an O'Reilly fan by any means. But <laughs> as I was flipping chat, it was – it uh, O'Reilly – Outrated Dancing with the Stars last night. So I, I wow, was, you know, I no, I mean for me. Oh, okay, uh, so, okay, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say Dancing with the Stars. Probably that's getting a good number. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so I was flipping channels and and wound up on O'Reilly and I watched. Do you ever see or do you ever watch O'Reilly? They they got a guy on there named Waters, and it's called Waters World. Uh, he was out. He was in Philadelphia. And okay. he's one of these man-on-the-street questions. Oh, kind of a jaywalking type thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I, was ju- I was appalled. He interviewed, I think it was 12 people, and was asking, get this, and this does segue right into immigration. He was <laughs> asking the, some of the questions from the immigration. Oh, from the naturalization test? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That would be awful. That now, is that three, could be a reality show by itself. Three out of twelve, <laughs> okay, got six or less right. Six of the ten. Six of the ten. Right. You have to get six of ten uh, just okay. by. Water. I guess it's a t- okay. Yeah. So only three people out of twelve got six out of ten, mm. and they were some really tough questions. Like, how many senators are in the U.S. Senate? Who oh, was the president during World War Two? How many original colonies were there? Oh no, no. The no, no. question name, was how many the stars? No. <laughs> what, what were the thirteen stars on the original flag for? What did they represent? Well, liberty, uh, a good way of life. Uh, oh. yeah, do whatever you want to do. I mean, and and some of these people, some of them looked like. You know, they were a little far out, mm-hmm. but there was a lady. There were a couple of ladies on that were well dressed, well manicured, or whatever yeah. you want to say. I'm not sure they knew their own name. <laughs> and you know, and and this segues in there. Or the, the the reason I bring this up is that, as I've said before, it's education. Just like you were talking, it's education, and that, even our politicians have no clue about the immigration situation Uh, the public knows nothing about nothing and i and you know it's obamacare the economy the and and i'm not saying that i'm on top of everything by any i'm not on top of anything but you know i do know there are a hundred Senators, and yep. I do know there's 435. Rep- they didn't get to that question. No, that, that would have killed oh. them. I, um, if you don't know the hundred senators, you're not going to know the 435 rep. I, no, I, I don't the, think the so. answer to the rep but, question. You know, it, I I laid there and I couldn't decide whether I was mad or sad. I, I, Disgust, my emotion, disgusted. I, you yeah. know, it runs the gamut because you could feel so. I mean, you're mad at your fellow citizens for just being completely ignorant and that's why we're in the situation we're in you know collectively not just you know with respect to the topic of this show immigration but 
you know, and then disgusted with them. It's the the gamut of emotions. I mean, it's uh, and and you know, while shows like that, yeah, we have no way of knowing if those people were plants or whatever. But I think pretty much most people would re- would would seed the point that there's a vast majority of people in this country that know nothing about nothing. history. Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing about nothing. It makes me go back to the uh, to the Donald Rumsfeld known knowns, unknown knowns, and unknown unknowns. And that's basically what the public is, unknown unknowns. They don't even know what they – they don't even know that they are that ignorant, the, the vast majority of people. The one that, that I, I didn't I, – you know, I'm, I'm just watching this thing and – and normally he won't even have the little square on his microphone. It'll just be a plain mic, you know. Yeah. But last night, while I was away, it had Fox News on on mm-hmm. the you know the little square that reporters put on right, their right, right. on their microphones. So he had asked one of these dummies, you know, <laughs> can you count to ten or whatever, <laughs> and they blew it. And then they like like they had just been struck by lightning. And this is after asking them, you know, the ten questions. Right. But like they'd been struck by. You're just, you're with Fox News. You're with Fox News. Oh my God! It's, just, <laughs> it's like the enemy. The enemy is at the gates. <laughs> He's, yeah, he sticks it in their face, and, yeah. and it's like you know. Yeah. Oh, you're you're with Fox News. Yeah. I, I just you know, and I like I said, I I, uh, I I'm an optimist by. By DNA, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's hard. To, it's hard to be optimistic when you see stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it is. It and is. I, I don't think I. The sad part is, they didn't just. I. They were randomly selected people. Will you come be on the air and let me ask you some yeah. questions? So they had the right to yes or no. To yes or no, right? What percent? You know, if that's sixty, seventy, eighty percent mm-hmm. of the population. You know, unfortunately, it's it's uh, it's quite a few people. I mean, I, I you know, I've been to naturalization. I, I you know, I go to nat- it's part of what I do. It's my job. I go to naturalization interviews, and you'll and I'll uh, and so and you know, there's some people that pass. You know, flying colors. They get uh, for 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 you know, our listeners out, out who don't know 10, how. Yeah, I'll explain. But how, how many questions do they have? To, uh, uh, I mean, how many things? Yeah. Do they... So uh, so by way of reference for our you know non-immigration attorneys that are listening out there, all you thousands of folks. Um, Basically, what it is, you uh, there's a study guide. You can print it out off the USCIS website. We give it to our clients. It's a hundred questions, uh, and and they rank. I mean, th- some of the questions are somewhat difficult. I wouldn't get every single question right. No, nobody would get every. I mean, some of the some of them are are a little more difficult. And it's not that they're difficult. It's that you overthink the question. Is is really what it is. But there's a hundred questions uh, for multiple choice. You know, four acceptable answers or three acceptable answers for each one. Um, three. <laughs> Well, I mean, if if you have a question of uh, there could be more than three. If you name two of the original thirteen colonies, there'll be thirteen oh, okay. answers yeah, listed, yeah. and you have to pick two of them, obviously. So, I mean, there's multiple correct answers to you know name name two wars the United States fought in in the 20th century. I mean, so there's multiple correct answers. Uh, but you'll get asked uh, the the ten questions that are asked for your interview are pre-selected the day of the interview, and then they, those officers have a sheet. Uh, with the 10 questions, and that's what they use for the interview. So if I have multiple interviews in a day, I know what the questions are. I don't cheat, though. I never tell my clients what they are. Um, so Why are you always whispering in their ear? <laughs> no. Oh, good Lord. The, the CIS officers would go nuts if we were if they caught <laughs> They make us sit behind them. It's crazy. But uh, 
you have to. They ask the ten questions. You got to get six of them right. If you get the first six right, they don't ask the last four. But I, I mean, more often than not, we're going down to that last question, um, and people, and some people, and I've seen a couple people fail it. I mean, it's. Uh, but if you just took the average person in there, with I mean, these are people who are actually studying the material before they go, and they're having a having a difficult time. I mean, the, the the average person on the street, I guarantee, would have a tough time. I mean, David, a simple question for you: and I, Two wars the United States fought in in the twentieth century: World War One and World War Two. How about People Korean would, War? Uh, right, actually, but, Korean War it wasn't a war. It was not a war. It's still going on, actually. Yes. If, if you if you didn't know, folks, research it. Google happened it. to yeah. watch the news last night. <laughs> but but that's the thing, though, is I mean that those questions. People, you know, just the average person on the street would have a tough time answering those questions, and. Um, you know what? What does that say about people's knowledge of history? They, you know, they they don't know it. <laughs> public public school has failed us, David. <laughs> no, I don't. You know, I, I I would let's talk about that when we get back. We're going to yeah. take a break. We'll be back right after this. Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o al www.immigration.net. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's WebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome, oh, back to the, <laughs> welcome back to the Immigration Hour uh, here on America's Web Radio. It's your host, Rocky Rocco. David and I are having a brief off-air conversation about somewhat – I would I want to controversial. We'll, we'll talk. We'll continue that one offline. Maybe I'll mention it on Twitter. Uh, there's my plug for Twitter. We've got a Twitter page for the Immigration Hour at the M Hour. It's at the I M M Hour. Uh, we've got a few followers. I'm, I just uh, have been posting, you know, things here and there. We've gotten a few retweets and things. It's on so, tr- Twitter. Uh, go to my thing and my mine's America Web Radio. America's Web Radio. But yeah. the Twitter thing is where people can uh, can they leave comments on our uh, at the yeah. end of our show stream. Yeah. Okay, leave comments at the end of the show stream there, folks. The Twitter thing for me is, is helpful, though, because when I'm on my phone and I see something, I'm like, man, I want to mention that. Pop it right out, you know, 140 characters or less of uh, of regret. <laughs> You're like, man, uh, you, next day you'll read it like, man, I was really fired up about that last night. Maybe I should maybe I should have written that. But, uh, yeah, hit us up there. Hit us up on America's Web Radio. What you got, David? Do we can say something? No, you were going to – you had mentioned before we went to break that the um – uh, public school system has let us down. I, you know, I, I don't a hundred percent disagree. I probably seventy-five percent disagree, yep. maybe. But I tell you, what, what's let us down is the idiots. And I put everybody in the category that has a kid and doesn't raise them. Now, my kids, we went over tests. We yeah. went. They, they're both 
incredible historians or not I say incredible they're not incredible they they, they know they some did basic, well they in history, history you know yeah, they know and, some history uh, yeah. Uh, and both of them. And one's uh, finishing his master's and part of the, his master's is, is a portion of its history. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all of it. But anyway. Um, it, so I, I have a big grudge to pick against parents. If you're going to have kids, Absolutely. raise your damn kids. Absolutely. Don't expect a teacher to do it. Don't expect the Internet to do it. Don't expect video box to do it or anything else absolutely take the responsibility absolutely. work with them work with them teach them yeah i mean me i'm kind of i don't want to say uh, deficient my my wonderful wife takes the lead in that but uh you know that's the thing if you if you are going to have kids you need to take responsibility and educate them and, and if you uh slough that off if you just you know shove that off on the state or video games or whatever it is you'll get uh the you know they'll get the education that they're going to get from that and unfortunately that's you know that's where we land today and people just aren't uh, aren't educated on uh, on really you know anything you know i mean it's it's uh not just the you know topic of this show immigration and uh it's any issue you know people they they they, it's lack, sad. Crit- they lack critical thinking skills you know, you know I, i'd like to propose that anybody that knows i, I don't know how you do it i'm, I'm sorry I, i'm speaking way out of turn no um the people if, love if, it if you had a friend if one of those people that were on tv last night was happened to be a friend of yours you oh, should gosh. help them. I, I, yeah. you know, I don't know how you do it, but yeah, well, um, I don't know how you get to. I mean, I don't know if you call them up and say, "Hey, Rocky, you're stupid as a rock." But, oh man, you know, if it I was one of my, I don't know if they, I don't know if I would have had, a, I don't know if they would have gotten to the point in my life where they'd be my friend if they were that ignorant of certain things. But certainly, if one of my friends showed up there, I would be hitting him up the next morning. Hey, uh, tough guy. You know, I I would have want to review. Some I would have fallen out of my chair had he asked the question, "Who was the president during World War II?" If one of them had come back and said, "Well, the beginning of World War II is Franklin Roosevelt," yeah, and at the end of World War II, it it was oh, Truman. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, if they'd have given that, I would have just I, I'd have passed out. But yep. they couldn't even come up with FDR. Arguably, was it was it Nixon? No, it was Reagan. <laughs> couldn't even come up with FDR. Arguably, one of the uh, architects of the uh, system that we have now—that's <laughs> that's utterly failing us. But let's uh, let's let you know what, what I was mentioning earlier. People lack critical thinking skills, and they just want to uh, you know kind of you know parrot what uh what other people say and and it's no more evident than uh than here in 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 the immigration context and i want to point out a couple of the arguments that people like that on the street i guarantee if you ask them um uh you know what their opinion is of a hot button issue they're going to probably come down on one side or the other i mean most people have they most people regardless of how ignorant or knowledgeable they are have an opinion about an issue and and honestly the more ignorant you are the more likely you are probably to just parrot what you've heard somewhere else, whether that's you know from the extreme left or the extreme right, and it it, it shows it. I want to go over a couple of the arguments that the uh, the the right side, the that uh, I don't want to say conservative either, but that one side of the immigration debate uses uh, to sh- to say that immigration is bad for us. I mean we've heard the the we've heard these arguments before, but this is the the 
this is where the lack of critical thinking comes in because people keep parroting these arguments without thinking about them. And the, and the first contention that illegal immigrants are breaking the law. I mean how many people – when you ask them about immigration, well, if you ask somebody about immigration reform, they're, they're going to have a strong opinion. And, and some, people, some people's opinion is, well, we can't, we can't condone law breaking. They're breaking the law. Well, I mean that's kind of, that's a really simplistic way to look at it, and and when you look at it in the context of uh, this is for all the lawyers out there, the malum prohibitum, the malum in se context of an immigration violation is like a traffic violation. There's nothing inherently wrong about it. There's nothing morally culpable about violating uh, the immigration laws of our country any more so than speeding. So if you want to have these harsh penalties for people that are speeding like you want to for people who are here uh, in viola- present in the United States in violation of the law, then then you know you have a logical leg to stand on. But otherwise you really don't. So just that that's the that kind of a statement just shows uh, and an, ag- an agreement with that statement shows the the lack of critical thinking people have. They haven't really thought about it. It's it's much more complex than that. And in order to arrive at an educated and informed opinion, you have to break uh, you know break past just you know hyperbole like that. You know, you and Charles have brought up many times on the show that. Uh, your president is the number one president in deportation of undocumented. Well, I don't know if you've been keeping track of the news lately, but it's even on mainstream media now. Yep. The fact that the numbers might be a little questionable when you come to, well, he's deported two million people. Well, Are you talking about what was on PolitiFact? Uh, you know, how many of those two million people are the same people? That they keep deporting, they keep coming back in, they keep deporting, or, and some of it's not even deportation. Some of uh, it's returns. Yeah. Right. And, well, I, I'll ad- I actually read something about that this morning, and, and, and I will address that. I'll still stand by my contention that Obama is at, at a minimum on pace to deport more people. But it, it, it all consider it all count. It all goes back to what you're counting as a deportation. And we don't even have deportation in this country. We have something called removal. So it all ca- it, it all comes down to what you're counting as a removal, and and you know in layman's terms of sending somebody back to their country. Now, the the two million number, okay, is coming from <clears throat> the combination of all these things. You have physical what are called physical removals from the interior of the United States, where we take people who are already here in removal proceedings or. Uh, in you know administrative procedures, and we remove them from the United States. That number is about 1.5 million. Okay, well on pace. But that's not deportation. No, no, that's that's when people say deportation, that's what they're thinking of. We don't we don't deport anybody anymore. We remove people. But just just for but not for, like the mafia. <laughs> Not like the mafia, no. So that number for physical removals from the interior for Obama is about 1.5 million. Still well on pace to eclipse anything done in the eight years under Bush. And that 1.5 million number is based on five years of his presidency. He's by far averaging more per year of physical removals than anybody else. The 2 million number comes in over that same time period when you include about 500,000 more people of what are called returns, voluntary returns that happen at the border. And this is unique for people from Mexico and I guess Canada that if you're caught at the border and you you know you say hey I'm, Me- I'm from Mexico and you're caught on the southern US land border or you're caught on the northern border and you say from Canada the customs and border patrol has the discretion to just say okay go back and you go back and that's they're counting those as deportations when and I'll be to be intellectually honest those should not necess- those should not count as 
significantly as physical removals from the interior because they they don't necessarily carry the uh, the same consequence. But okay, okay now uh, let me ask you. I, go I, ahead. I catch somebody. I'm I'm a local state cop. Okay. Catches somebody, which it's my duty to turn that person over to ICE, correct? If they no. don't have documentation, no, absolutely not. If you if you are a local law enforcer, say a state, no, no, no. if you are a not non federal non ICE, okay? okay, if you're any type of law enforcement, obviously you have the uh, the, the duty to enforce the law, okay, but you only have the authority to enforce laws over which you have jurisdiction. Your police, local police department cannot prosecute somebody for being here in violation of their visa or being here uh, uh, coming, coming illegally. You, you can't do that. So ICE has created these things called detainers, okay, that basically tell local law enforcement, hey, when you find somebody like this, we know you can't really do anything, but hold them for us. What is and, and what does ICE do to get these law enforcement agencies to do this? They throw tons of cash at them, guns, you know, all kind of stuff to make their local police department look cool. And so they hang on to them. Uh, and it's recently been declared, actually, uh, I think it was a case out of the Third Circuit where it said that immigration detainers are not mandatory because a lot of local law enforcement thought that they had to continually hold these people uh, for ICE. And that's just not the case. Because, David, what it is is like if, you, if you're a local law enforcer and you – say you're in South Georgia. You're not even in a county that participates in this crazy program with the feds, all right? And you pick somebody up for driving without a license. You have the authority to arrest them and detain them. Okay, and with the arrest, you have the authority to fingerprint them, right? Absolutely. And that's but the thing is this is they'll figure out that they're a non citizen, okay? They can choose whether or not they would like to alert ICE. That's not mandatory. And what happens is the county or the local agency that's detaining them will we'll place a bond on them because they have the right to bond out off of some minor offense, like a traffic offense, okay? Now, what happens in a lot of counties is you go and pay that county bond, all right? And then the county is paying to detain you for 48 or however many more hours until ICE actually comes and picks you up. And I personally think that that detention is unconstitutional I mean, that's a different story for a different day. But the federal government is saying, hey, do our job for us. And but, that just, just, just shouldn't be the case. Like we shouldn't uh, okay. be – local law enforcement should not be enforcing federal uh, – unless they have the ability to offer benefits in the immigration context, they shouldn't be enforcing uh, things in the immigration context. Okay. But as it All is right. today, they are. And as it is today, they're, they're So what's coming forth now is the fact with this touting of how great your president is and how many people he's <laughs> deported. How great my president is. is. I love it. Is the fact that local uh, county has fingerprinted these people. They've turned them over to ICE or right. I, they've detained them. ICE has picked them up and right. quote, unquote, deported them. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, they pick up the same guy with the same broken light bulb in his car and they run his prints. And, well, you, you know, you're you were undocumented then. You're undocumented now. And, and they turn them back over to ICE. So how many times should that same person be counted in that two minutes? Well, I, I mean, I. I and know what you're hinting is, at, but I don't. This is what's th- coming about. Is no, there finding no, 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 more no, no, and no, more no, of this? No, 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 no. Because if you get, say, you get picked up, printed, ICE comes and picks you up, and then ICE lets you out there, he and lets you stay here in the U.S. without deporting you. That's not counting as a removal or anything. That's not in anywhere those numbers. So why why would ICE let him out? 
I, because they are eligible to pursue a remo- removal defense or they may be eligible to adjust their status here in the United States through a spouse or something like that, uh, or ICE determines that those people are not within their current enforcement priorities. That doesn't count as a deportation. What you're talking about is somebody who would get picked up and then deported and then come back removed, in. Removed, yes, Remo- sir. Okay, removed. Removed and then come I'd back in. I'd say that there's only one answer. What's the answer? You shoot them. Shoot them all. You kill them and <laughs> <laughs> then, oh then you can gosh. track it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Then you, then you would be able to. No, if anybody – I don't even – yeah. No, I'm, no, no, no. I'm teasing. <laughs> I know you're that. teasing. I, but that that's the thing, David, is that there's no uh, – there, 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 these numbers all come from the government. They're all suspect. The bottom line is I see it every single all day. All suspect. Yeah. I see it every day. Deep, removal, deportation, whatever you want to call it, tears families apart. There's nothing inherently wrong or what's called it, – it, there's nothing morally culpable about violating immigration laws more so than violating traffic laws. And to, to maintain that they don't, it's just, it's just intellectually dishonest. So let's take a quick break, come back, and we'll expand on that. Si usted ha casado con un ciudadano o tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración, conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llámalos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o visítenos al www.immigration.net. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to the Immigration Hour here on America's Web Radio. Host Rocky Rockliffe. It doesn't look like, uh, as promised, uh, Chuck will be joining us uh, for the second half today. Chuck, wherever you are, hope it's fun. <laughs> He's probably, he, we didn't have a gardening minute, so maybe he'll show up at the, la- the last couple minutes give us a give us a quick gardening update. But I want to go back to this topic uh, of uh, you know kind of the moral culpability of uh, violating immigration laws, and 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 this is one of my biggest hangups with people who are. Uh, opposed to any type of immigration reform under the, uh, uh, you know, uh, under the, uh, using the argument, well, we can't give amnesty to lawbreakers. Well, I mean, you want to give amnesty to people that violate traffic laws? I mean, obviously, you don't want somebody to have. A, nobody in their right mind would think that speeding is deserving of some uh, type of uh, criminal punishment. David, you raised I, your I, hand. What would I you take, like to say? Well, I need to use no. Uh, <laughs> I think we do give amnesty to driving laws. The way people drive in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> all right. they, they should all, you know, 90% of them should be in jail. We're a different and case. And shot with we're, the we're, undocumented. You're in fine form today, David. Atlanta is Atlanta's an exception. We'll take Atlanta out, accepting Atlanta, oh. accepting uh, within 10 miles of 285. We'll accept that. Okay. But back to what I was saying, the – there's nobody out there would say – because – let me let me back up a little bit. The, the 
consequence for a removal from the United States for just being here illegally is devastating for some people. If you came here as a you know 19 or 20-year-old to make a better life for yourself, you've worked hard, you paid taxes, you found somebody to get married to, you've got some kids, okay? There's no real good legal way for you to stay here or to fix your status absent spending a ton of money and you know some significant time in, in your country of origin. And if you get removed for, for, for being here in violation of the law to your home country, that, I mean that's maybe – I don't want to say a death sentence, but it's tearing your family apart. The, the punishment there does not fit the crime. That's essentially like saying somebody who is in violation of the law – uh, because of a traffic offense, you know, speeding or improper lane change or something, we're going to take your house from you. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's that the punishment doesn't fit the crime, and, and the reason the punishment doesn't fit the crime is because there's so many people that want to associate this law breaking uh, with you know that it has some some component of moral culpability that's just outraged, and that's just not true. A violation of the immigration laws is like a violation of a traffic law, but the way we enforce it and prosecute those things, the consequences are drastically different. And that's the first thing people need to get through their head uh, that 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 oppose any sort of sensible immigration reform. That we need to make the have the consequences come in line with the action. Um, the second thing that uh, people and this is this is a big this is a big one of my the second thing that uh, that people who are against any type of immigration reform or you know want to bang on illegal immigrants all the time talk about unemployment and this is I love I love coming back at on on this one David is that well they're coming here they're taking our jobs they're causing unemployment they don't cause unemployment what happens is there is a demand for labor if Labor from another country, regardless of its legality here in the United States, is able to fill that demand, then they will then the producer, the consumer of that labor, will go to that labor and employ that labor instead of the labor that's already here. And I always go back to this. David, is there a, is there anywhere in the Constitution that says you have the the right to be employed all the time, that, that you must that you have just because you're a U.S. citizen that you have a right to a job? I think there is an executive order about to come out to that. <laughs> is it? Oh, as I was. As uh, I was. Let, me, let me ask you something. Let me give you a scenario. Give me a scenario. Uh, I love scenarios. Uh, an undocumented is arrested for, uh, for armed robbery. Okay. Now, and or maybe a felon, uh, maybe, a, uh, maybe a murder. Okay. okay? So what is... Is he tried and convicted but in the United States or is he deported as a felon back to his home country and nothing happens to him? I am so glad you brought that up, David. That is a great scenario to illustrate a few points. First, if, you're conv- if you were arrested for a serious criminal offense, okay, and when I say serious criminal offense, something where the state of Georgia, okay, it wants to prosecute you and is and is trying to put you in 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 prison. Okay, not just you know thirty days in jail for a no license thing. Like you had some serious drugs on you, uh, you committed a murder, an armed robbery, something like that. ICE isn't even coming into that situation. Your legal status isn't even coming into that situation until the state is done with you. Okay, so for example, our guy undoc- comes in undocumented, commits an armed robbery. The state of Georgia is going to prosecute him. Um. And they're going to put him in prison probably if they've, if they've got the evidence, okay? If they don't, 
All right, and he gets off on a technicality or something. I know people, everybody loves the technicality. Then ICE will come, you know, pick him up, see what's going on with him, and 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 a removal might result. But if he gets convicted for armed robbery, say he gets convicted and sentenced to ten years in in prison, he's going to go to a prison here in Georgia. After which he will go straight from prison to ICE custody to being deported. Okay. Wasn't there a case in Texas of a, of a uh, murder case, I uh-huh. believe, and but the undocumented was able to get bail. Right. Headed south. Yep. You want to finish the story? Oh, and, and avoided prosecution. Yeah. Yes, that does happen. Uh, and as lawyers, uh, we have the obligation to get the best deal we can for our clients. Uh, I have had cases where the uh, somebody has had serious criminal charges, has been bonded out on those criminal charges by the state, and for some reason ICE has not gone to pick them up. It usually happens with uh, with drug offenses, possession offenses, and things like that, uh, where somebody may be facing you know five to ten years in in a Georgia prison, and uh, maybe they do get into ICE custody. Maybe they don't get into ICE custody. Maybe they do. Uh, sometimes if they get into ICE custody before their uh, before their criminal proceeding in Georgia is finalized, the best thing for them to do might be, hey, deport me. I want to be deported as soon as possible. There's nothing – I mean I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, if you get bailed out and then you just head out on your own, okay, I mean that's just – that's a flight risk uh, that is present regardless of somebody's immigration status because you could be uh, – Arrested for some serious criminal offense here in Georgia, and bail out, and then before your uh, before your trial, you move to California. You you know you go to California and hide out. I mean that's I mean so I don't really think that's you know dispositive of any. I don't I don't really think anybody's immigration status has anything to do with that. But there are people who who do use the removal system to to avoid prosecution and and. You know, hey, if you if you can do it, I mean, do it. I mean, and that's a felony too, and it's flight to avoid. <clears throat> a- absolutely, if, I mean, you're it's a, you're it's it's flight from prosecution. I mean, it's there. I mean, I, I don't know. Every that's why I'm here. I'm being prosecuted oh, in other states. Oh, and, under what um, name? <laughs> <laughs> don't use my name. Smith. I think. <laughs> if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. Um, but the uh, th- that that that's the thing, David. I mean, there's uh, you know, you've got a uh, so state and the state. Uh, Outdoes federal in the case of a of a criminal offense. Well, no, no, it, the state gets first crack at them because they arrested them. Now, if the people now, so I probably didn't do a very good job explaining. Say, say you get arrested for armed robbery, and the state says, "Okay, we're going to set your bail at ten thousand dollars," and your family goes and pays your ten thousand dollar bail. Now, if you were a citizen and no immigration uh, content component to your case, you would pay your bail, you pay your bond, and then you would get out and you would wait for your trial. In the immigration context, you would go. Your family goes and pays your bail, pays your bond, and then at that point, the state is done with you until your trial. But they will inform ICE, "Hey, we've got this guy. He's here for this. He's undocumented. You guys might want you, you know come get him." And they may go get him, and then at that point, the federal immigration case is going to proceed much faster than the criminal case. So sometimes, what do we do? We tell people, "Hey, don't pay your county bond. Stay in jail." So that way the feds can't get a hold of you. Fix your criminal case before you get passed to ICE custody, 
maybe we can do something for you. But I mean, it's the interplay between state and federal law enforcement. I mean, it happens in you know in in the context of uh, you know criminal prosecutions all the time. You know, there's there's uh, you know state warrants uh, out for your arrest for certain violations that are in violation of Georgia Georgia law, and and the same acts are also in violation of federal law. And then you know those prosecutors fight over who's gonna who's who's gonna get the conviction. And it's not, you know usually federal prosecutors that win. But um, any other scenarios, David? I love scenarios. They're the best way to explain things. The best way to go. Best way to go about it. But uh, what I was talking about before with the with the unemployment thing, there's uh, there's undocumented immigrants are not causing unemployment for anybody. They they uh, they're not taking jobs from anybody. They're simply providing labor at a rate uh, for a uh, for a consumer of labor that. Maybe citizens aren't willing to do. It's expensive to employ American citizens. I mean, people in this country feel super entitled. They want benefits. They want to be paid, you know, thirty dollars an hour to do, you know, work that the market has determined, you know, is only worth ten dollars an hour. Guess guess whose fault it is that you're unemployed? It's yours. It's not undocumented immigrants. Please, people. Um, you know, it, it's there's uh, it, the only thing that you know. A large influx of low-skilled, uh, you know, labor can really do is put downward pressure on wages. You know, that's just an economic, you know, fact. I mean, that that's going to happen. But again, you're not entitled just because you live here and are a citizen doesn't entitle you to a certain wage. You're entitled to the wage the market will give you. You know, minimum wage laws. There might be a lot of our listeners that think minimum wage laws are a good thing. Minimum wage laws are horrible. All minimum wages, all minimum wage uh, wage laws do, David. What do they do? They keep people whose labor is valued by the market at less than a minimum wage unemployed. That's all it does. It keeps people who are at the bottom end unemployed. Because if the minimum wage law, if the minimum wages uh, laws state that you have to pay every worker you hire eight dollars an hour or wh- whatever it is. You're not going to hire somebody and pay them eight dollars an hour whose labor is only worth six dollars an hour, and then you know spare me. I know people are going to spare me the argument. Oh well, everyone deserves you know dignity. Like no, you deserve what you get. Okay, work harder, become more competitive. I don't know how we got off. What your president said. (laughs) My president. Come on, David. Come on. So this whole uh, you know this whole stance of uh, being tough on it. There he is. You know, did, did, you, did you hear us? And you had oh, I got to go rescue you the show. Rescue the You're show. talking crazy. You know, I, I, I got stuck uh, at my house this morning. My, my, I got a, I had to get a new dish at my house, new okay. dish receiver, and yeah. the dish guy didn't come on time. You and you can't be without that uh, connection to the outside you know, world. When, when my when my golf channel doesn't work, oh. I'm a grumpy man. Does your internet come in on the on the satellite no, too? No, okay. no, no, no. Well, at least you, you can't stream the golf channel. Yeah, probably. I can't scream it on my TV. Yeah, you can't scream it on the big. Screen. I guess I could on the Apple, you, but it's just you, too hard. Yeah, just too hard. You got to get the dish. You got to, got to go Xfinity. I actually, no, 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 I can't get it. Co-ads. I can't get it. Oh, you can't get it at your can't house. The only oh, thing I have man. is Dish and Dirk TV. Ouch. There's no. Uh, yeah. I could have. I could. I could. I could feed the pig, but uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, AT and T cable folks. Uh, no, no, I don't like AT and T. I'm Comcast. You get no, Comcast? I can't get Comcast. All I can have is AT&T. AT&T, yeah. AT&T. No, I would, I would get DirecTV or Dish over yeah, AT&T. I, I, but I've had Dish for 18 years. Coax, baby. It's, bring it. it's the biggest I got pie. Dish the week they announced you could get it on the small pie. 
We need to take a break here on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. We'll be very back. Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el internet. www.immigration.net. This is Cheryl Linker, host of the Master Gardener Hour on America's Web Radio, Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Join us as we keep things fun and interesting as we educate you in the world of master gardening. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. All right, Rocky, so what, what do people who hate immigrants complain about all the time? Well, that's exactly what we're it's talking border, about. The border, right? The border. So Obama decides we're going to switch resources to the border. Yep. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but the government doesn't make money. Dave, you know that, right? Are you government, serious? The government doesn't make any money. Well, they take – no, 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 no. <laughs> they take money. They, take, they, they do print it. I guess they do print it. But they, 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 they do not they have any – they have no generating right. businesses, no, so no, no, they no. must take money. They don't and therefore, there's, there's, there, there is perceptually a limit to how much they can take, perceptually. I'm not saying there is a limit. I'm just okay, saying there's absolutely okay. right, there's a limit. Okay. Uh, there's a limit to how much Dave and I are going to pay. I mean, we cannot oh, yeah, carry there's the entire burden of the government on our back. Yeah, there's a limit how much they can take from right. me. At some point, and I so, will. And so we have that thing that's perceptually called a budget, <laughs> right. which perceptually has a limit, <laughs> right? Uh, depending on how much the Chinese want to lend us uh, next year. <laughs> Uh, but but you, they, you have to pay for your first lady's vacations. You know, you know that, that's a, I don't mind paying for Barbara Bush's vacations. I think she's a prudent woman. Oh, she's not the first lady anymore, is she? Of course, who cares? <laughs> you know what? That's when you become president, you get to go on vacation. You yeah, to go on vacation. That's quite all right. I, I really don't. I care. think it might be. Those, those amounts of money are irrelevant. So, yeah, that it's amount irrelevant. of money, I'm going to complain about other things well before I start complaining I'm going to complain that. about yeah. the fighter jets we don't need. Those are the ones I'm going to complain about. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think you have to worry about them. Uh, your president has taken care of a your lot president. of those. Your president. <laughs> and missiles and I, uh, a few other things. I think it's your president too, David. Our, uh, <laughs> you, I don't think you should see it yet. Anyway. Uh, soon, soon <laughs> Texas will leave. But in any event, perceptually it's the amount of money. There's, there's, there's X is the dollar. Right. So you can either enforce the interior, you can enforce the border, or you can do a mixture of both. Yep. And what he's just doing is moving money around. Just moving money around. Enforcement priorities. So that, that's so all it is. The border, the border, the border. Oh, enforce the interior, interior, interior. Yeah. The border, the border. Squirrel! Squirrel! <laughs> that's Squirrel! What, that, that's what it is. It's they, they have enforcement strategies. And, but the bottom line is I don't care what study comes out or, or they're politifact checking the, uh, the, the lady who made the state – so what? So what if it's 1.5 million people removed from the interior? It's what? It's it's too many. It, you know, it's, it's breaking families all I, apart. All I can it's tell absurd. You is every single day, we get phone calls in our office. Yep. Uh, just now, two on my way here. Two yep. people arrested yesterday in Gwinnett County, 2D7G. Mm-hmm. Uh, one got beat up by his wife. She caught, but he pushed her off of her. Mm-hmm. Pushed after it, she pushed had, her he off. Choke marked on his neck. Right. He gets arrested. Hauls mm-hmm. in. Yep. You know he's gone. Yeah. He, it, I don't need statistics or study or anything to tell me that 
uh, our immigration policy, enforcement policy in this country are ripping families apart. I don't need no, no. statistics to tell I, me that. I, I can see it every single day. Every day. See it's, it every right, day. It's, right in, it's right in our lives. And, and, and whether it's 1.5 million, 1.9 million, whatever, it's too many. You know, and, and I see, you know, for example, yesterday this couple came in a referral from a friend of ours in, in the radio business. Um, and uh, I, you know, I don't know if you saw the young man in the wheelchair uh, in our office yesterday morning. He's, uh, he's quadriplegic. No, I came in a little late. I, I remember you talking he's not, about He's this a U.S. citizen. He's born yeah. here 19 years Tragic ago. Tragic story, yeah. Uh, at birth, he, he has no birth defects, but there was an accident at birth mm-hmm. that caused him oxygen deprivation and uh, broke his neck at birth. Uh, and so he's been confined to a wheelchair. I mean, he's a big kid. I mean, he's a grown man. He's 19 yeah. years old. Mom and dad have been caring for him. I mean, she has letters from Emory Hospital that, that praise this woman up and down. She's undocumented. Yep. She's undocumented. Uh, and we finally came to us and said, well, why don't we do X? We're going to do a deferred action for her. I said, we've been to four lawyers. Nobody ever said that before. Well, that's not my problem. I'm sorry. I can't teach everybody how to practice law correctly. Um, but uh, we're trying here. Uh, but uh, it was really interesting that that family has been suffering because we don't have a fix to our system. Yeah, Four U.S. citizen yeah. kids, mom and dad taking care of kids. They pay for everything out of their pocket. Because it's just broken. You know, it, it's, just, it's just wrong. It, it's just it's – just, Yesterday, I had a friend. I don't know if you saw the video that I posted. Uh, a young woman that was about it was about breaking up families, how families are affected. And I had a friend of mine who's not an immigration lawyer. She does nothing to do with immigration. She was very moved by this video and put it mm-hmm. on her Facebook page. Wow, you know it, the the attacks were really remarkable. You know oh, they don't. Y- you know these people don't have to come here. They oh, can just man. go home. Uh, and it was just fascinating because. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, she said, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that this girl didn't make a choice to come here as a child. I think I'm pretty sure her parents took her and sins of the fathers and all that. Mm-hmm. But one, the one comment I wrote on this is, look, we have an immigration system that does not reflect the social and economic realities of the 21st century. Of, of, uh, yeah, Period. exactly. It doesn't Period. reflect really the reality. Exactly. And, and, or, or meet our needs or do anything to help the society in which we live. Oh, and I, David, what really surprised me, how many long, I've been in this show for six years now, right? Five years at least? Five years at least. Five years. We're running our five-year anniversary. Are going to get me a silver ring here pretty soon? It's a like gold watch. going to watch. Record month, watch. by the way. Congrats. Yes. Record month on America's Web Radio. We talked uh, about that at the that's beginning. That's awesome. Congrats Excellent again. Excellent month. But we um, – uh, I would have thought within this last five years we would, we would be on other topics besides <laughs> immigration. Uh, that we would have dealt with this. No, I, I think no. we are, and, and I addressed this with Rocky a minute ago. Just what you were saying about the video that you posted – you know, in my opinion, we live in, quote, end quote, in many cases, the most compassionate country in the world. I agree. Absolutely. But, I agree. But. 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 <laughs> there is a big but. Yeah, there and is. I don't know if it's with one or two T's. Uh, it, it's like I was telling Rocky. I, I watched a little bit of O'Reilly last night. Mm-hmm. Did you, did I you was, get to scratch your eyes afterwards or what? <laughs> I was, <laughs> they had the, I was like the, the street walking naturalization questions. Oh, was, did they really? I, I was, you know, I couldn't. I was mad. I was upset. And and it addresses immigration just like just what you said about the the couple. You couldn't take the man on the street, no matter how compassionate he is. If he's uneducated mm-hmm. or doesn't want to be educated about immigration, 
That's the problem. I agree. It's not the people coming and across it's, the border. And it's not just it's immigration, not, obviously. It's lots it's, of different yeah, things. Yeah, all oh, kinds it's, of It's, it's insurance. It's yeah. government. Yeah, it's everything. Uh, it's, everything. Yep. it's just remarkable. And, and, you know, we our problem is not immigration. Our problem is not medication. Our problem is not econ- economy or capitalization. Our problem is the dumbass people that are living in the United States. That <laughs> if it does not lazy. fit, you must quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're too lazy to learn. Yep. You know, you know what's they, remarkable about that statement, David, is how easy it is to learn. Sure. I mean, it's yes. never, never in the history of the world been easier, been easier to, to learn. learn. You can yeah. learn about any topic you, as could, much I, as you I want. I will take my own responsibility in that because I'm old, yeah. you know. And I, something came up the other day, and I kept thinking, where do I go to look and find what? How, what? And then it, the light went off. Go to your computer, dummy, and type it in. <laughs> Figure it out. I yeah. mean, but but that's you know, it's not immigrant. It's it's none. It's, it's well, that's the you know. But you, you, ha- you have to have the desire though to to want to know the truth and want to be educated about not just any individual absolutely. topic, but topics overall. And unfortunately, you know, as well, we've talked about, and, and the key is education with that. Match. Yeah. How do you like the match to get people to do that though? The match. Yeah, light, the fire. Oh, light the match. I thought you said We didn't the start the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what were you going to say? What, what, what is, is you? Uh, David, I, I think the only time people uh, have that match lit is when their very liberty or life is in danger. Yep. Sad. Or their very their, liberty their, or life is in danger. Their dollar bill. Or their economic well-being. But even then, look at the recession. How many people got educated because of the recession? No. I know very few. I know very few. And, you know, the thing is, when you're educated on a topic, then you can spot, then you can spot the falsehoods. Exactly. Not, not that everybody who's smart agrees. You have I mean, critical thinking you, you, you can learn and be, you know, Rocky and I can disagree about stuff even though we have the same knowledge base. Right. We just have a perception of it that's different. And that's okay. You know, different minds agree about, disagree about stuff. But you have the ability to make a proper judgment if you have a base of knowledge. Absolutely. Going forward. If you don't have that base of knowledge, you, you're just a sheep. Yep. Or, or as people call lemming. You're just yeah. a lemming. You can have philosophical differences with, with the same knowledge base. And I, I want to uh, – we're going to start the, – the, you just can't make this stuff up kind of a second. Oh, here. I love that. Because I, I, ha, I have to talk about this um, because this is why people's ignorance continues to be uh, – you know, they, they continue to be – they just yeah. rely on stuff like this. Can undocumented people get uh, welfare benefits in this country? Uh, social benefits of any type? No, 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 no. So guess what? Uh, one of I don't follow this person on Facebook. But one of my friends does, and it's okay. the uh, the illustrious Alan West, our friend. Alan West guy. is a moron. <laughs> Despite he was a decorated veteran this, or whatever. He, no, he no. Was. People go Google his. Uh, he if you want somebody that exercises judgment like him, just Google him. See really? why he had a court. See why he was well, subject was to UCMJ. Martial. That's right. For putting a gun next to a detainee's head and firing it in a tactical interrogation. That is not correct. Yeah. And he's a he was a senior officer. Yeah. Anyways, he's got this picture on his uh, on his page here. It's got the back of a van, and and on the back of the van, it's in Spanish. It says, you know, uh, apply for Obamacare uh, and give an eight hundred number. And all it is is basically an advertisement for Obamacare that's yeah. in Spanish. Right. So his comment is, what, what he, what's his, his takeaway? His, from his that? comment, is unbelievable. Guess where Obama navigators are signing up enrollees now? Who needs amnesty when you can get free health care? That's why people don't under. Yeah. That's what this keeps their ignorance well, is perpetuated because of nonsense like well, this. You know that he understands this, and he is intentionally. Man. No, 
Alan, the man's the man is a senior military officer. He's not an idiot. <laughs> no, no, he no. intentionally manipulates Obfuscating the issue. It's what, it's what Center for Immigration Studies all the same. Yep. They intentionally manipulate the numbers mm-hmm. and obfuscate the issue, so right. you cannot, with a, without a knowledge base, right. see the error. So of it, what they're is, do- yeah, which, which is why you, whenever you read a CS report, you must also go to Cato immediately <laughs> and read what Alex Naraste has written about. The problems with that report. Right. It's the first thing you do. Right. I mean, and, and the obfuscation here is that you're taking people who dislike Obamacare and transferring their dislike for the you know the Affordable Care Act to undocumented immigrants by saying, oh, they're going to be able to take advantage of this and take your health. When in reality, as we've talked about on this show before, you're taking you're trying to transfer your problems with the the you're trying to blame the the uh, the the problems that result from the welfare state. Onto the immigration system, and that's not correct. And unfortunately, this is all too common. From yeah, actually, uh, from I think it's even, I think it's even bigger. Than, I think it's just the other, the other, the other. It's all about the other. Yeah. I've been reading a book really interesting. Yeah. Book, it's about the other. It's about the other. We can always blame the other. That's why it's not our fault. Yeah, you're looking you know, for somebody else. Yeah, to blame. You know, yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not our fault that created the system. It's yeah. those that actually use the system that's the problem. You know, when the system itself is poorly created, poorly yeah. run, poorly managed, it's that's, that's on us. Broken. That's yep. on our political and, and, and bureaucratic leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not on the users. Nope. People are going to use what's available to them. But undocumented immigrants, they can't, heck, they even can't. permanent <laughs> residents, until you've been a, per, a, a student for years? five years, five years, five? five years, then you can get on Medicaid, Medicare, right. but not until five years as a permanent resident of the United right. States. As somebody with a green card, okay? We're not even talking about the 11, the, the undocumented. No. Yeah, and Under these no officers, they have, no, they have no options on this either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alan West is a liar, okay? <laughs> yeah, he, just what Google? else do you call somebody who obfuscates? Yeah. And I'm sure he lied in his court martial. He didn't just, get court martial, right? No, no. He was subject they, to some uh, some some use. He pled green. He pled green. Yeah. Just, he, just Google Alan West in Iraq. All right. Well, that's actually an interesting topic for another <laughs> show. Uh, Dave, it's been great to be with you for a very short time. Uh, next week, we will have uh, – I will I will be here next very week. Very good. Um, we will have a garden segment next week. So I can Gardening update, minute, you know, folks. Maybe some, maybe some pictures on the website. Until then, thank you for listening to the most listened to Immigration Hour in, in the, the known, known universe. universe and to America's Web Radio. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.